0: Welcome to My Death Project, a podcast about being terminally ill at the age of 28. I'm your host, Sam Page. Today I want to talk about inaccessibility within the medical field. Even though I am dying, I have lived more in the last couple months than I have in the last several years. This has only happened because of my access to palliative care. So, what is palliative care? Most of the time, people associate this care with the elderly or people with cancer, but certain doctors will also see complex, chronically ill people. I can't explain it as well as WebMD, so let me read directly from their website. Palliative care physicians are trained to prevent and ease suffering for people who have serious illnesses or who need end-of-life care. I'm very lucky that we found a palliative care doctor in my city that would see me. A lot of these doctors do primarily work with strictly terminally ill and or cancer patients. That being said, it was really difficult to get me in. I had to wait months and months to get an appointment, but my personal care physician, also known as my PCP, is amazing and pushed really hard to get me in with someone. And I'm glad she did because that doctor has been a godsend, though I don't think he knows that. My health has declined drastically in the last two years. I'm mostly bedbound, only leaving my house for doctor appointments and musicals, which I have to save all my energy for since I have season tickets. My life has been pretty insufferable the last few years, and I desperately needed something to change. Because I don't have cancer, I don't get a lot of the access that they do, even though my life can be, and often is, worse than so many cancer patients can get. I absolutely know that cancer is an entirely different mountain to climb, but that doesn't mean my mountain hasn't been hard either. I just don't understand why I don't get the care I need because I don't have the label. Hell, it took me almost a year to find a palliative care doctor who would actually see me. First, it took a while to even accept I needed it, but my doctor also found one specific doctor she wanted me to refer to because she had heard really good things about him. I finally had my first visit in the beginning of September, and he has honestly changed my life. I'm getting the best healthcare I've ever had in my life simply because doctors listen to you when one, you're in palliative care, and two, I feel like having the DNR has made the doctors and nurses I come across realize how ill I truly am, and they're more willing to actually listen to me. It will never stop pissing me off and making me sad that I had to be on my deathbed before I could get good health care. I know I've said this over and over again at this point, but if I had gotten this health care a few years ago, I would not be dying today. Well, I wouldn't be dying faster than anyone else is, at least. I want to talk a little bit about pain medication. Access to adequate pain management as someone who has complex medical problems is a huge pain in the ass. I'm allergic to most opioids, in one way or another, They either make me scratch bad enough to draw blood, give me rebound migraines, or I have projectile vomiting. None of these symptoms are fun, but because I don't have any true anaphylaxis, they think I'm lying or that I'm searching for quote-unquote my drug of choice. The only thing I can take that doesn't cause the worst reaction is Dilaudid. But I do still have a reaction with that. I scratch and scratch and scratch. The only thing that helps the scratching is IV Benadryl. Oral Benadryl doesn't work. I'm not sure if it's because I have an ostomy and the pills pass through me super fast, or if it's just about how I metabolize Benadryl orally. There's no telling. But because IV Benadryl, taken with opioids, has a chance to make the euphoric feeling more intense and it has a chance to cause respiratory depression, I am often denied. I never get the euphoric feeling and my respiration never dips. I've taken Benadryl and Dilaudid my entire life because it's the pain medicine that works. If I'm not addicted yet, I'm not going to get addicted. When I was a teenager in a children's hospital for five months, they had me on Dilaudid and Benadryl every three hours for months and months. I'm sorry, but if I was going to be an addict, it would have started there. The last five years or so, there has been a huge crackdown on opioids and Benadryl. So much so that I'm very lucky to get what I need when I'm hospitalized. And then if I do, I get the tiniest dosage in the world. When I was a teen, I was getting two units of Dilaudid and 25 milligrams of Benadryl every four hours. Now I'm lucky if I get 0.5 units of Dilaudid and 12.5 milligrams of Benadryl. And I'm only given those when I beg for them. I understand that addiction is a problem. And right now in the US, we're experiencing a extremely bad addiction to opioids. But you can't harm the ones who need it just because some people might like the feeling of it. You just can't. It's not fair to the rest of us. But when I was in a hospital a couple weeks ago, I was able to get enough pain medicine and Benadryl that I actually experienced the highest amount of pain relief I've experienced in over a decade. And the only reason I got it was because of my new palliative care team. Small side note, the medical students and fellows in palliative care are incredible too. I've met several medical students who I really hope go into the field. Another thing palliative care has helped with is prescribing me medication to give me short-term energy bursts to get to social functions. This medicine, coupled with my pain medication, helped me to be able to actually enjoy things again. For the last couple of years, I wasn't able to enjoy anything that lasted longer than an hour because my energy would drain entirely too quickly and I'd be in a ton of pain. But the access to the care and these meds has turned all that around and I could not be more grateful. Things aren't perfect, but they are better by a landslide. I am both delighted and stunned. I've talked a lot already about accessibility to the care I deserve and need, but let's talk about the physical accessibility in the medical field. It's scary and infuriating that so many doctor offices and hospitals are inaccessible to those with physical disabilities. For example, out of the dozen doctors I see and the handful of hospitals I have a choice of going to, I can't be weighed at any but one office. None of them have wheelchair scales. This is dangerous. Medication dosages are based on weight. They have hospital beds that are supposed to weigh people, but in my experience, they're very inaccurate. Another huge problem with the hospitals and doctor offices is they never have lifts for me. I can't move from my chair to a hospital bed or x-ray table, examining table, etc. At home, I use a Hoyer lift. It's basically a giant claw machine, except it's not much of a surprise that I'm the prize. You would think ERs would have something like this, right? I mean, there's a lot of fat disabled people. But nope, every single time I have to be humiliated when they round up all the male nurses in the unit to transfer me. It's not even just the big things that are inaccessible. At least four of my doctor office counters are at my eye level. Sometimes the counter is above my eye level. Oh, and let's not forget about the pages and pages of medical history they forced me to fill out when they either already have the information on the computer, or I will inevitably go over it all again with the doctor during the actual appointment. I have joint pain related to lupus, and it kills my hands. I've started to just refuse to do it, but I can tell it annoys them. I say all this knowing that I am so lucky to have access to private health insurance. I would not get the care I do if it wasn't for the insurance. Even if it's not always great care, at least it's available. I do hate how insurance basically just tries to screw you over at every turn, but without it, you get little to no care in this country. People without medical insurance don't get the adequate health care they deserve, nor do they get the medication they need. It's a horrible situation to be in, even worse for people with chronic illnesses. Every time the insurance messes up, I just remind myself that at least I have it. I'm not going to talk too much about this, as I do want to do a whole episode on medical insurance. Thank you to everyone who has rated and reviewed this podcast. It really does help with getting it out there. Shares are also super, super appreciated. I've realized that with my health, I definitely can't do weekly episodes, but I'm going to try my best to get an episode out there every other week. You can find updates and more on my TikTok, X, formerly known as Twitter, and Facebook, at My Project, and on Instagram, at My Podcast. I hope y'all have a great day, whatever that means for you.